cups just like you once. I kept my anger inside. I tried to hide from it, but then that pain festered. Festered? It spread until finally I confronted my pain and I began to heal. Do you see that train? Yes. I want you to draw it to us. everybody this is tony with a stranger things podcast and today we're talking about chapter seven 
the lost sister. This is one of probably one of the most uh, divisive episodes in the series ever. And I wanted to do a deep dive into this episode and just really talk about the positive things about it. And uh, there are some negative things, uh, but I'll jump into that in a little bit. But I really wanted to dive deep into this episode and, and, and really get my take on why this episode was so necessary. But before we jump into that, uh, throughout this episode, it's going to be a bit different. The format will be a little bit different than what I usually do with the episodes. Um, there will be, you know, a couple of breaks here and there. And, uh, you know, there will be more... Uh, clips from the show itself throughout the uh, throughout the episode, ex you know, as you know, I usually do, you know, at the beginning and maybe at the end. Well, there will be episode, um, there will be clips from the episode throughout the entire uh, episode of uh, today's episode of the Stranger Things podcast. So, with that being said, we're going to jump right into the uh, the episode. So, we start this episode off. Um, like I said, it's the most uh, divisive episode of Stranger Things thus far with Eleven in the void, seeing visions of, you know, what Terry Ives, her mom, saw. And Eleven goes through files, files of missing kids, much like, um, much like her, that her mother was keeping track of with a little help from her, uh, from her aunt. Now, with all this going on at the same time, when I was looking and, and I kind of, you know, freeze frame a lot of those, uh, those pictures in the, uh, the newspaper clippings from the files that she was looking through, I was noticing, of course, Kali is in within those clips and that's how she ultimately wound up finding her. But there's a lot of little other little, uh, details within those and we'll we'll jump into that uh later on um in other episodes and a little bit in this episode as well so 11 is 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 laying down in what would have been her bed and slips into the void where she sees kali and figures and figures out exactly where she is now becky uh terry's sister has made a call to uh to florence uh this and you know she's probably more uh known as Flo the uh, receptionist at the police station in Hawkins now Levin comes in and overhears her talking possibly about Hopper coming back to to get her when Eleven runs off but not before taking some of her money in order to get to where she's going which we find out is uh is, is Chicago now Eleven is now on a bus heading to Chicago and Eleven is walking the streets of Chicago when she gets to a rougher part of town and finds a warehouse where some outsiders are basically just hanging out. And we are going to meet those um, outsiders in a little bit. Now, Axel, one of the uh, crew, threatens Eleven when Kali breaks it up via one of her mind-altering mind tricks or, or trips. And Colleen Eleven meet, compare tattoos, 
and say they were sisters. Now, when Kali and Eleven are talking on the rooftop about her special abilities, Hopper and, and, and how special they are, there's a moment when Kali makes Eleven see a butterfly. And she says, this butterfly, it isn't real. I've just convinced your mind it is. This was some real Matrix shit in that moment. I mean, you know, but also channeling a, a little bit of Yoda at at that moment. And, and I'll come back to that in a little bit. Now, there was a moment when Kali and Eleven were talking on the bed and a neon light was in the background that read spiritual advisor. And this was very, very uh, key to uh to what we're getting with this uh this episode because kali can in so many uh instances represent yoda but at the same time she can also represent um not necessarily a spiritual advisor but an advisor of a different sort she can also uh represent darth vader uh luke's father as we all know so this this was very telling on what they were trying to uh, trying to do and trying to, uh, you know, the Duffer Brothers. They are very smart and they're laying these little Easter eggs and they're just putting out these little things here and there. And I just love the way they continually uh, continue to put in a lot of different uh, references throughout the uh, series, throughout the uh, the uh, episodes within the series. Now, we now get a conversation between Kali and her crew, possibly using Eleven to find people that they want to kill, uh, want to uh, kill. Uh, a little Darth Vader-like, like I said, uh, wanting Eleven to basically join the, uh, the dark side. And I must, I, went, I must admit, I went into this uh, episode comparing it to Star Wars and Luke's journey to Yoda. But again, we'll discuss that a little bit later. Now, Eleven slips into the void and again, I think this is the second time she slipped into the void without uh, intentionally doing so. And we're starting to see a lot more of this throughout, not necessarily, um, not only this episode, but this has happened maybe once or twice before in this season. And as far as I remember, I can remember, you know, as far as I can remember, this has never happened before in the, uh, in the first season. But anyway, while, uh, but while there via a dream, she hears Hopper's message. And this really, uh, you know, we didn't think that she would possibly hear this, but she hears this message in its entirety and this starts to lay some of the um the doubt in her mind that maybe she possibly needs to uh needs to go back and then uh kali takes 11 to meet the hellfire fire club and uh, i mean her crew <laughs> where where she again meets axel Dottie. and i'll just bet that's a reference to the character from Wee's big adventure look it up there's 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 a whole thing there and then there's mick uh funshine and a montage of kali's uh crew killing those uh responsible 
you know, for a short while, we get a little bit of that within the um, within the scene. So I'm gonna take a quick break here, and we'll jump right back into the uh, episode and keep moving forward. It's okay. It's only me. Bad dream. What time is it? It's late. You slept well. Okay. It's time you meet my friends. Probably this time. Money, Paul. I can't keep eating this garbage. This is Axel. Spider Hater. Yes. <laughs> Spider Hater. This is Daddy, our newest. And like you, she just left home. You mean the loony bin? Nick, our eyes, our protector. This is Sunshine, our warrior. Don't let his eyes frighten you. Fun's a teddy bear. Nice to meet you, Miss James. If you're looking for a number, you won't find one. They're not like us. No, not in that way. But like us, the outcasts. Outcasts? Freaks. Speak for yourself. Society left them behind. Hurt them. Discarded them. We were dead. All of us. Kali saved us. Here. And here. Don't get all mushy on us, no fun. No, no mushy. True. Now we help her. This life, kid? You roll over and fight back. We're all fighters here. Fight who? Everyone you see here was in some way responsible for what happened to us. You hurt the bad man? No, we just give him a pat on the back. You kill them? They're criminals. We simply make them pay for their crimes. Damn, Shirley, what's the matter? You look like you've seen a ghost. We can't all be fighters, I guess. I'm a fighter. I've killed. And these men you killed, did they deserve it? They hurt me. <laughs> and they still want to hurt you. To hurt us. We're just making the first move. I was once just like you, you know that? But that's why I'm hard on you, because I see in you my past mistakes. They were kids. Does that excuse that man's sins? Were we not also children? I remember the day I came to the Rainbow Room and you were gone. So when my gifts were strong enough, I used them to escape. And I ran. I ran away as far as I could. I was there far away that I, I found a place to hide. A family. A home. Just like you and your policemen. But they couldn't help me. So eventually I lost them too. So I decided to play for part. To stop hiding to use my gifts against those who hurt us. You're now faced with the same choice, Jane. Go back into hiding and hope they don't find you. Fight and face him again. Face who? The man who calls himself our father. Papa is 
dead. That man tonight disagreed. You're not real. All this time, and you haven't looked for me. Why? Because you thought I was dead? Or because you were afraid of what you might find? Go away. You have to confront your pain. You have a wound, Eleven. A terrible wound. And it's festering. Do you remember what that means? Festering. It means a rot. rot. And it will grow. Spread. Spread. Get out of my head. And eventually, it will kill you. Kill you. Kill you. Listen, Jane, you're always free to return to your policeman. Or stay and avenge your mother. Let us heal our wounds. Together. Now, Kali takes Eleven out to a train. But on the walk towards the train, talks about confronting her pain, a pain that had festered and didn't or wouldn't heal until she's confronted it. Kali tries to get Eleven to move the entire train, but Eleven couldn't do it at first. She tells her to use that anger, the anger that helped her to flip the van earlier in season one. And this is a very dark moment. Uh, this is a Luke Skywalker meets yoga on... Uh, Dagobah and tries to lift his X-Wing from the swamp. So there's a really big parallel between uh, Kali and Eleven and Yoda versus uh, or with uh, Luke Skywalker. And then there's a uh, there's a huge montage that begins with Eleven getting fixed up all 80s punk dead dead injustice plays throughout the entire montage they and they stop by oscar's gas and gas and go and kali uses her her uh, abilities to make make the uh gas station uh uh owner or the um the guy behind the counter to see that the bathroom was over flooding when it actually really wasn't and and you know the 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 group is just uh it's just really really uh, a ragtag team of outsiders and you know eleven is really using her powers more you know in a negative way now and she's never used them in this way before only to 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 help and to defend herself now she's using her powers in a different way in a more uh, nefarious way and this is taking her down a a dark uh, dark path and i don't know if if she'll be able to uh with at least within this episode because we know what happens a little bit later on but i don't know if she will fully be able to recover from that but we do know some big changes are coming especially in uh season four 
And of course, there's the the robbery that that occurs, and Axel saying, you know, damn Shirley, that that was one of my favorite uh, moments within that um within that episode. But anyway, uh, but before Kali tries to get Eleven to uh, to kill the uh, the guy, he says that Doctor Brenner is uh, is still alive, which. You know, Eleven is choking him. They've already they've they've gotten to the uh, to the gentleman. Uh, you know, I say that term very very loosely. But he has children, and Eleven eventually sees that. You know, so you know while Eleven is choking him, uh, Darth Vader style, Eleven looks over at a picture of of Ray, and this is the uh, this is the guy, uh, and you know with his kids in a picture. And Eleven then knocks a gun away from Kali before she tries to uh, to kill Ray. So she's not allowing this to uh, to happen, at least not while she is there. Uh, Eleven is not allowing Kali, and then Kali and her got into a little bit of a uh, not even not even a back and forth, but just uh, Kali saying, "Don't take away my choice to you know to do something to 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 kill someone or." to not show mercy as as Kali put it within the van and Eleven is looking very uncomfortable and she's very unsure of what is going on what she is feeling I think she knows what's what what she's feeling but she's really not along for this and this is just not her and what she wants to uh to do moving forward so Kali um Kali and Eleven come to a head in the van when Eleven looks like now she has a complete change of heart like I just said and she's just not wanting to go uh, any further with what they uh, have going on so back at the warehouse uh, Kali uh, uh, causes Eleven to have a hallucination of Dr. Brenner and she is just really confused and she's really trying to mess with her mind, her head. She's very, uh, um, she's very, um, she's manipulating her into doing what she wants her to do. So is, is this really a, a love or does she, is she just, uh, Kali, is she just so uh, uh, hurt and just destroyed by everything that's happened in her life that she just, uh, she just, this is, she's very self-destructive and she just can't get past a lot of what has gone on but you know at the same time we can see that these these children they are on um they were they experienced the same things but they're on two different uh separate paths it's like one path it's like you were actually shown love and shown uh friends and you have a family and a home and then the other that just didn't get that. So I'm wondering if we'll see other children, uh, these other kids that are maybe possibly starting to grow up and maybe even those ones that are older, you know, the ones that were maybe one and two and three, one through maybe five, because they would have to be at least a little bit older than the other ones because we know these experiments were going on for a while. So if 11 is the last one, and she is, you know, uh, roughly within this universe. She's, you know, she. I guess they found her when she was uh, 12, 13, 14. And I think they're going to jump into a lot of that, um, a lot of that uh, mythos moving forward. 
but we're going to have a brief uh, break right here, right now. Do you have a gift? Different. I can make people see or not see whatever I choose. Is that why you made the man with the crazy hair dance? Axel is not so fond of spiders, so... You made him see spiders? But it doesn't have to be scary. This butterfly isn't real. I've just convinced your mind it is. Think of it as a kind of magic. Are you real? Yes, I'm real. So, Eleven is now, she's yearning to go back to Hawkins and to be united with her family because she knows who her family is now. She's come to the realization of who her family is and who has her best interests at, at heart. And Eleven uh, slips back into the void. Uh, this is, you know, several times in this episode where this has happened uh, and realizes she needs to get back to Hawkins when police have tracked them back to the warehouse. But Kali, she uses her powers to hide them so that they can uh, safely make their getaway. And while this all this has happened and Eleven is is within the um, is within the uh, warehouse and they're starting to leave and, and Kali is hiding them in plain sight from the police officers because she's making them see something that necessarily isn't there. Eleven decides to leave Kali and the group and head back to Hawkins, Indiana, which I was like, yes, now we're getting back to the story. And with all that being said, I'm going to jump into my little uh, rant on exactly what I think this episode was all about. And, and not, necessarily a, not necessarily a rant, but just to kind of like point out some really positive things about the episode. First, I'm going to start with the, the negatives on the episode. Okay, so the negative parts of this episode, right? Uh, this episode to be clear was needed we needed this uh, now maybe we could have done some uh, Chicago 11 in Chicago maybe 20 minutes here and a flashback and made this episode maybe a little bit longer you know you know what I mean it to make it a little bit longer uh, maybe an hour 10 minute episode so that we could get the full story because this episode was 45 minutes long we could have had uh, us a, a lot more of what was going on in Hawkins throughout this episode. Like we could have had uh, 
we could have had possibly 30 minutes or, you know, 25 to 30 minutes of, of, you know, the events that were going on that ended with episode six, because that ended on such a, a high note, such high octane note. And it just, you know, a lot of people were saying chapter seven just broke up the momentum. And then of course we jumped right back into it in episode eight and nine. But I think that if they could have, uh, you know, used probably, cause like I said, they had 45 minutes. If they would have used, uh, and cut down on a little bit of, you know, them walking around gas stations, all of this and all of that, just Kali using her powers over and over again. I think that if we could have just had those moments where she was talking to her on the roof, we got some, a little bit more development from these characters, which I did not like. That was one of the negatives. And if we could have gotten more moments like her using her powers, her showing how, how to use her powers in a more efficient way, like the, uh, the, uh, train scene. And we had, could have, you know, pulled back on that and got it down to 35 minutes and then had maybe 35, 40 minutes in Hawkins with all the events going on. And then ending with 11, uh, leaving just like we did, we, you know, we did get that, but we, you know, have the moment where she leaves and I think that should have been the final scene, but then we should have briefly gotten a scene to where some of the things were going on. And then when we finally get her coming back in episode eight of this, um, of this series, um, of this season, rather, I think this would have been a really good, uh, way to close things up and to tie everything in neatly and nicely together. So a lot of the things that this episode did that I thought were positive, because like I said, I'm going to try to end it on a positive note with this and try to put a positive spin on the episode because the episode was just so negatively uh, received by everyone. Even the Duffer Brothers were like, I don't know, we, we, are we going to even include this? And I was like, well, you know what? Don't not include it, right? Just add like maybe, you know, like I said, 20, 30 minutes and include more of Hawkins, Indiana, because that's what initially what everyone wanted to see. So I think if we add a, a lot of that into it, I think that would have uh, served the story uh, better. It would have better developed a lot of things. Like I said, uh, focusing on the events in Hawkins a little bit, and you know, Stranger Things they do this well. They can they can condense a lot of information into a scene and you can and they can convey a lot as to what is going on what uh will happen and i think they could have done that a lot better but you know you know they they even said that they were going to take it out the Duffer brothers themselves so you know but i think that if they would have done that and spent some more time on a little bit of the backstory instead of all uh, of the backstory of the characters of the characters behind Kali so that we actually cared about them because that was one of the major issues there people just didn't like the characters they thought they were awful and I and really that yeah they did really didn't need to be there I mean from Dottie to uh uh Funshine to just I mean just you know probably the only one I thought I liked um the most but two of them was uh Mick the uh, African-American um, uh, young lady and Axel. I think they probably were the best of the uh, two characters. I think if, they, if it 
you know, possibly would have been just them, that would have been perfect. But the other two, they just they just weren't needed. I mean, what was he, you know, an enforcer, uh, Funshine? You were just an, an enforcer. And he did have a great line saying that Kali helped them out, you know, in, his, in their head and in their heart. And, you know, but it just, I don't know, that could have been given to Nick to play and like I said there were just too many characters and they just served to be uh foils some bit you know of, of some sort a little bit there but anyway uh, so Kali proves that uh more children escaped Hawkins lab so we clearly clearly find this to be you know the case and we see this moving forward so we know that that's exactly what uh, what has happened and you know there's no more speculation about that and another thing that this episode did was uh, Kali teaches Eleven how to harness her anger to get the most out of her powers she really helps her to uh, to harness that anger and to put it into uh, using her powers into uh, into a way that is more formidable to all of those uh, enemies that she will be coming against and across and eventually to help closing the gate later on in the uh, in the season. So this episode, uh, with the help of Kali, also helps Eleven to discover her emotions. And I thought that this was wonderful because we didn't get a lot of uh, emotion from... Uh, 11 within the first season even the first couple episodes we started to get a little bit of that uh in this first part of the uh season especially with her and hopper uh being at odds and you know we've got this whole you know her with her psychic abilities and she's uh she's just using her powers and she doesn't know exactly how to use them and it, and it got to be very very dangerous with all that being said i'll be right back i'm gonna take a brief uh, break here maybe we can call you l short for 11 you better run she's our friend and she's crazy no l you're not the monster you saved me do you understand you saved me Something that's kind of in between. It's like halfway happy. Now, once you fix it up, it's gonna be nice. Real nice. It's your new home. Get in. Stay crazy, Arnie. 
Okay, so back to talking about the positives of uh, the Lost Sister episode. Okay, so the journey to see her sister gives Eleven the space needed to realize what she really wanted and that her family consists of those who love and care for her only. So this helped her to realize and to see a distinction between the two. And we needed this uh, parallel between the uh, between the two worlds, between Chicago, Kali, and her friends, and her friends back in uh, friends and family back in Hawkins, Indiana. So this was very, very uh, important moving forward. So we needed that resolution for all of that to completely squash that, and we understand this is where her family is, and this is what we need to. Uh, what we need to see and what she needs to uh, to realize. Now, this episode, along with Kali, helps Eleven come to the conclusion that she isn't a killer, although she has killed before. This helps her to come to this complete realization, and you know, and the circumstances her her killing before were out of self defense, and those people, uh, Dr. Brenner, mostly in. The uh, lab itself were using her and manipulating her and didn't really care anything about her because they would automatically punish her if she didn't do what exactly what they wanted. And this goes back to one of the other points I just mentioned before, or I'm sorry, rather getting ready to mention uh, here in a moment. So Eleven now realizes that she doesn't, she doesn't have to do everything asked of her. That also includes being used for her powers which is what dr brenner was and and to a smaller extent sometimes even mike and dustin and others they were doing that a little bit but that's but that was at the very beginning when she was uh new to the group and and of course they they really did need her and but but mike and dustin and the rest of the gang they really do care for her so there's there's that distinction and i always say you know sometimes we can do things or ask things of loved ones of us sometimes not realizing how taxing that can be on them and not realizing their situation and how they feel about that so i thought that that was very uh interesting that they brought out that uh that parallel but like i said 
uh, you know, Eleven being used for her powers. So it's basically given her the power of choice. This is what she now has. She now has choice. And you see that moving forward, especially in episode uh, eight and and nine, and especially in season three, which we'll uh, jump into uh, um, when we get that, you know, when we get to that, uh, to that bridge, we'll uh, cross it. Now, this episode also helped Eleven along with her emotional demons, right? You know, the things that were really bothering her, causing her to act out. She's not understanding. You know, she's thinking people are lying to her when in actuality they're trying to protect her. And this helped her, like I said, with her emotional demons and uncertainty, which ultimately helps her move forward with more clarity. This episode was absolutely, in my opinion, it was absolutely needed. This is something that we definitely uh, needed uh, for Eleven to go down. We needed her to go down this journey and to, you know, almost a sense of self-discovery. So she really did need to uh, to have this one-off episode to completely complete <laughs> her uh, her her arc uh, within the story. So now she can actually focus on more things and getting to a place to where you know using the air quotes here to get more normal, which you know she hasn't had the social. Uh, things going on in her life to come to that conclusion but now she's starting to get a lot of that and we're going to jump uh into another break here and i'll be right back what is the secret of this enchanted book what wonders are hidden within its pages what magical spell does it cast on all who read it? What is the secret of the never-ending story? But that's impossible! You will enter a world where a young boy's imagination Comes a vivid reality. The world of Atreyu and Artax, the Rockbiter, and the good and kind gnome. A world that is vast and eternal, treacherous and dazzling, unforgettable and free. For anyone who's ever made a wish, believed in a fantasy, or had a dream. This is the never-ending story. Okay, so here we have a little bit of the Duffer Brothers explaining the uh, episode, the uh, the lost sister. Sister. We were always excited by this idea that, of course, I mean, 11 is a number 11, meaning there were a lot of others out there. The season two is a lot about her searching for her place in the world and where does she fit. So this idea of, like, you know, her finding someone her own, which is, you know, what she, what she calls her sister, was an exciting idea for her just to be like, oh, maybe this is my place in the world. So, and I think Millie did a great job. And Linnea, too, when they have that, that sort of first meeting in our warriors-esque uh, warehouse, 
where you see this sort of hope for the first time of oh maybe this is the maybe this is my place in the world but of course ultimately she realizes that you know she has already found a place and it belongs in Hawkins with her friends you know initially I was gonna start this whole episode off and have it being this huge big thing you know hour and a half episode and then you know once I started getting into it and realizing you know what sometimes less is more and and I'm pretty sure over the years since this episode has come out there have been several people several people that have just come out and just have put all the negatives out there and I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time on the negatives because for me and that's just for me this episode had a lot more uh, positives than negatives and I say that because I you know presented some of the facts on how this episode could have been better and several other things that made this episode better not only this episode but uh, Eleven's character moving forward and all, all the characters surrounding her so I think this was probably probably the best way to present uh, this and not have it be uh, overblown with a whole bunch of exposition and, and just just a whole bunch of added things that just really didn't need to be there so I uh, paired it back and I just thought that this was the best way to approach it and then now we can move forward to episodes we uh, we absolutely love well this has been the uh, chapter 7 the Lost Sister episode, the most uh, controversial episode of Stranger Things. I hope you guys enjoyed today's uh, episode and me breaking this down and possibly bringing out some uh, positives on the episode and why this episode was so needed. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and I'll see you guys in the Upside Down.